Yo, what's up, Proper Football, and welcome to the second episode of the Proper Podcast. And today I'm here with Marco and Mike from Italian Football TV. And today we're going to be learning about their story and how they went from working in their parents' basement to now being the number one English-speaking Italian football account. And Italian Football TV is an English-speaking Italian football social media account ran by two guys who have created a huge presence on Instagram and YouTube primarily, documenting their journey to creating the biggest English-speaking account with the goal to bring more awareness to the league here in the United States. Seriously, though. Overlooking Manhattan. Yo, proper football. What's up? First of all, to give more context to our discussion... I've known Marco and Mike for a couple of years now, and to see their growth has been something special. So I just like to open up the floor to them to introduce themselves and give you guys a quick insight into what they do and what they're trying to achieve with IFTV. First off, Alessandro, thank you for having us, man. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Great intro too. You you sauced it up a little bit on us, <laughs> Unbelievable. I hope I hope the part two is that we're we're we went from a garage to a basement. Hopefully, we're in like uh, NYC office or something. Like high rise at like. <laughs> Hopefully, we're just above ground. <laughs> Hopefully, the next time. No, but uh, thank thank you for having us. We've known each other for for a long time. We've known each other for years, but this is like one of the first times we're meeting, um, and it, it feels like we've known each other like the whole Seriously. time. Seriously. Like, it's it's crazy. It's yeah. awesome, man. And good stuff. What you're doing with proper, I think it's super cool. You're you're creating like a, a nice niche over there, um, on Instagram and now starting a podcast. So we're happy. We're we're honored to be the second guest. So oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're ready to dive in. <laughs> Let's do it. So um, yeah, just right off the bat. I mean, obviously we've known each other for a while. So just to give more context to our listeners, what made you guys want to start IFTV? Yeah, it's it's a question that we get all the time. Obviously, so um, ever since I was in high school. I think sophomore year, I opened a Twitter account because I was like, what's this thing called Twitter? Like, it's kind of weird. It's kind of cool. And um, I would just, I saw like there was like, an, I want to talk about Italian football because a lot of people were not talking about Italian football and everything was about Premier League, this and that. So I started by just translating the news like from Italian to English. And it sounded so stupid, but I always had a vision. I was like, I really feel like it could become something. You know, I didn't think too much of it. And then as I got into college, Mike was actually, when me and Michael met, he didn't even like football. Yeah, I was I oh, was really? into basketball a lot, a lot. Yeah, I never gave uh, Fuck, football a chance. That's yeah, crazy, yeah. right? What it the is. hell? Yeah. And then yeah. he used to play. Jesus. He used to play with us after school every day, and he got into it. And he liked Barca. He liked Barcelona. Yeah. And then he used to start coming with me. We used to go watch the games with like old school Italian guys. A lot of Greeks went to the Serie A, to the Italian league, and he started liking it. And I told Mike, I was like, listen. Nobody on YouTube or online gives Serie A any credit. I said, how about we create something where we push back on that? And we say, you know, Serie A is, has a fun league. There's got a lot of storylines. And, uh, and we'll take it from there. So that's, that's how it started. It started from like a frustration that nobody else was giving Serie A respect, basically. And we were just trying to push back on that narrative a little bit. Yeah, we're probably basically trying to um, make give a solution because there, so there was so much bias against the Serie A saying it wasn't the league it once was, which it isn't. Yeah, but they, no, were, I agree. they weren't given any love and stuff. And I actually remember Marco saying it. Marco was saying, I was like, how about we name it Italian Football TV? I remember him saying this like, uh, really? like it was yesterday. I don't even remember saying uh, Then that. I was like, Italian Football TV. I was like, that's not bad. I was like, let's roll with it and see how we do it. And that's what we started. Do you remember how it started? Do you remember the day? I remember it was in the classroom. No. What? I remember before that. Oh, even before that? Me and you got on a call. We both worked jobs and went to school. Yeah. We got on a call 
and we talked about Seria, what happened in the weekend for 40 minutes. And I remember I closed my phone, I connected it to the charger on my couch, and I sat back, I said, shit, that was a great conversation. I was like, imagine that was recorded. I texted Mike, and I remember this so vividly. I said, we should start a YouTube channel because that was a great conversation. Uh, and but he, he you replied, do, and you replied. I remember in the, you were in the class. I was coming in the classroom, and you and you were just like thinking about. It. You're like staring in the space, and you're like, "Yo, Mike, Italian football TV." And I was like, "What? How about that for the channel?" And I was like, "Italian football TV." I was like, "Yeah, let's go with it." And I re- distinctly remember that. I was I like, don't remember that. Let's give it a shot. I remember that like it was yesterday. So that's gonna stay it's with. It's also me. crazy that yeah. that name just wasn't taken. Like by the yeah. time you got yeah. started, it was a very too, yeah. yo. I don't even care about the name though. Like that's, that's one thing that we that's, never yeah. worried about. Like, and I still don't worry. I mean, now that we're developed, yeah. But we didn't even waste a second to think about the name. I really, I feel no. like I think it was just uh, more about in the terms concept. of starting. Start. Yeah. We yeah. just yeah. wanted to start, even though I have to name a fucking. I don't. Oh, I mean, I can't. You can curse. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. But Italian football <laughs> TV, it was easy. It was like you didn't have to explain. It was there. It just kind of made we're sense. Short so we just IFTV. Like, yeah. that was one thing everybody yeah. was, like, annoyed yeah. at. We were like, oh, IFTV. But just to broaden and, you know, it sounds cool. Mm-hmm, yeah. Definitely, yeah. And how would you say your progress has been? So, like I said before, we've known each other. I remember, I can't remember what exact content it was that you guys were putting out there, but I remember you were in, it was a garage or a basement? It was a garage. Yeah, it was, a, it was my, my yeah. nonno's garage. It was and it, it, uh, you know what it was? Garage. It was Euro 2016. Yes. And I remember God. you were just going nuts. Yeah. I for, was it Jack Rainey's goal? Jack Rainey's goal. I, Jack Rainey's goal. When I first watched that, I was like, okay, something's here. And wow. I think what it... I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, I like to watch, you know, up and coming YouTubers or people on social media. And there's, it's hard to explain. It's like, I can just, I mean, I'm not to sound like I'm, you know, good at predicting people or I'm like a psychic, but... I think it was just like your consistency mixed with your passion and your knowledge of the game that took it to another level. And I, for some reason, I thought I envisioned you guys like years later becoming, you know, more legitimate, more developed. And it's just been awesome. I mean, it's just been awesome watching you guys go from like where you are now to maybe working with Serie A teams. Maybe that's a segue into another conversation. We we have, we have. And yo, like you said, first of all, that's awesome. I didn't even know that that's how you found IFTV. Well, I first, I first, I think we connected before that just through like Twitter, Twitter and interacting with, you know, like other Italian football commentators and people on social media. But just after like a year after that was when I started watching or when, when you guys started, that, and then I that started Euro watching. was a big one for us because Italy actually had a great run. Yeah. You know, with Conte yeah, yeah, yeah. and the team was playing great. And that was just one thing, like, I don't even remember Michael and I having a conversation. We're just like, we have to record this because we're just reacting. It, it was just an instant. To be honest, like, you, I mean, we just watched Napoli Juventus today. I think yeah. you could see how I re- how we react to the got, games. Check our stories on proper football for that reaction. <laughs> so, like, and when Italy plays, it's even, it's even bigger for me, obviously, yeah. because of the passion. But... Um, like you said, I, I appreciate that. And we went from my Nona's garage. I remember we had to convince him. We were, we were both like, where are we going to work? Cause we were, we were doing school. We, I worked in real estate. Mike worked at an Italian grocery and, uh, we were doing school that full time. And then we were trying to do this. We we're doing all three things. And we're like, yo, we at least need a space. To and we're, work. we're going to each other's houses. Yeah. We're, we're going back and forth to each other's houses. And it was so strange and because we didn't have time. time. We didn't have time to like yeah. do anything. No, but the worst part was that every time we'd be recording, Somebody would walk in, oh, like yeah. a family member would just be walking in because you know it's a house. Yeah. So it was so frustrating. And I remember I was like, "Yo, I think we could convince my nonno to uh, if we cleared out his garage. It was just junk in the garage. Um, we could work there." 
I remember we like gave each other a high five. We're so happy. We're like, this is amazing. Talked to my grandpa. He said, yes, down. We cleared everything out. We took two days, fixed, every, fixed everything. Beautiful. It was, I remember that moment. That moment was so big for Dude, me. It felt like, it, it felt like, we it just, felt like we bought a, a huge, like a, a complex so we can work. It, lo- it, it was, was so a tiny, crazy. It, was it was the so tiniest nice. thing, but it looked like the biggest deal this, for us. To this day, like even when we moved to now to the basement, like it was so monumental. I was just like, this is crazy. We could get here at six o'clock in the morning. We could stay all night. We have electricity. Yeah. And then, you know, now we're like spoiled with like, we have AC now, we have heating <laughs> yeah. and all that shit. Yo, the, the winters were cold, but the, winters um, the were progression, the, the whole point was that we never were fancy. We're even today, you can see where we are over here. We just make, make whatever, whatever we have, yeah. whatever resources we have, we make it work to get our work done. Yeah. I think you said it well, pretty much. But I just want to throw, do you remember how cold the winters were and how hot the summers were over there? Bro, we used to have to stop recording. Put a fan underneath our shirt because I was sweating my ass off. Oh, oh my so, god! Yo, remember, and, dude? Remember the mosquitoes? <laughs> oh my god! How about our, our legs were covered in mosquito bites? Were there, uh, bro? For but so those long. days were amazing. Like I wish, I fucking wish I would have died. I wish we would have had more on on videotape. Uh, you, it, it is out there though. It is. I, yeah, it yeah. is. It is. I wish it was more. Yeah. I don't know, it, dude. It's just crazy how. I mean, even just just starting out from where you started out, but having that. Like just being humble enough to recognize, like you know, how fortunate you were, and the advantage you took of you know the little things that almost made you you know excel to that next level. I mean, so many people they want to start out, they want they think they have to like buy, and I'm talking like I like I know like I start like I have like a million follower YouTube account, but just from personal experience working off of that, like you know having. When you when you have the little things and you're not and you don't start out with like a studio and all this stuff, it makes you like I feel like work harder in a way. Dude, 100%. it's so true because we had uh there's so many people that are like oh they need the top uh you know the best equipment and stuff. We're literally using our cell phones. Dude. Marco, do you remember what we used for audio yeah. to record? We used to take our Apple headphone that uh, came mics. in the box with the uh, with the phone. We, we used to tape it to the table that was on. So and, it was like five foot of string taped to the table where the camera doesn't see it, and yeah. we use that as the audio. But you learn the by doing that, dude. Hundred yeah, percent. You, you learn, yeah. Like, but the key was what he said was, I remember, I specifically remember in the garage one day I went for a run and I ran into my friend, right? And my friend was like, "Yo, your YouTube channel's taking off. It's unbelievable." Blah blah blah. He goes, "Yo, I want to start one." When was this? That this this was in, like around the same time. Around okay, the same okay. time, right? A couple years ago, right? Yeah, like when we we're in the garage. And he comes up to me. He goes, "Yo, I want to start a YouTube channel." He goes, "It's amazing." He goes, "I know that I need fifteen hundred dollars." He goes, "I already spent eight hundred dollars. I bought the mic I need. I bought the computer I need." He goes, "All I need is is this camera, that lighting, this." He goes, "So a few more hundred bucks, and I could start." He goes, because yours is so professional. I looked at him. I said, you see this phone that I listen to music on when I run? I said, every single video on our channel to this point is with this and with an earphone that came in the same box that you're holding a phone. He had a nicer phone than me. I said, <laughs> he goes, no, that's not true. He goes, your, 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 your audio equipment's professional. Your, your camera's professional. I said, no, before you spend $1,500 on what you're going to do, see if anybody likes it, then you could invest. The only, the first time we bought a camera, was when we got we had Sampdoria. To, yeah. When we were going to Sampdoria. When we were working for we, the official team, we are like, okay, we can't go there with our phones. Like, we got to buy something. That was something. also, not to cut you off, yeah. like, that was also, I think, in my opinion, a pivotal moment in your transition into getting a 100%. bigger rec- recognition. Just the best thing we've ever from done. From, like, an average audience that wouldn't really know about the league. But then once they see you guys working with, like, you know, I remember the Patrick Cheek video and Muriel. And, like, right before he blew up, too. That, too. Like, I think I'm, I'm, what's stuck in my mind, too, um, 
Adamo, shout out Adamo, who also helps out yeah. with IFTV. I remember him telling me, or it might have been you, you guys got a ride back from Muriel because he was yeah. just yeah, really exactly. impressed by you guys. But a big thing that he, he mentioned was the respect and how you guys weren't trying to twist his words. And if you guys watch the video, it's uh, youtube.com slash Italian football TV. Or Italian football TV official. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And if you watch the video, it wasn't really like a, it was more like you were doing cool, funny content with him and entertaining content that was also giving value to the watch, the, the listener or the viewer, sorry. But he, you, you weren't trying to get him to spill the beans on some like locker room drama and stir up the pot and all that. Like, and that, that was one thing that he said a lot of journalists in Italy. I mean, I don't want to like put words in his mouth, but he, no, he said that. Yeah. Like he, said he was that. saying, you know, they try to get a reaction from you just to, you know, make headlines exactly. on a yeah, newspaper. Yeah, that's what it was. He said, and he said that, um, though a few weeks before somebody came, they twisted his headline and they put it in the front of the newspaper and he got not in trouble, but he didn't like that. And like to start the interview off, we brought him balloons because it was like his birthday a few days before. So we just like found some like weird balloons and we gave it to him and he laughed and he told us in the car, he said, we were walking home. We were walking towards like the taxi. We were like, oh, giving high fives. We were mad happy. Like, yo, the interview went awesome. And then we see behind us like, yo, is that him? And Muriel's in the car. And yeah. he was going, he was slowing down towards us. And then he rolls down the window, right? And he was like, guys, where are you going? I was like, oh, we're going home. He was like, uh, hop in. I was like, wait. I was like, what are you saying? And I was like, we live over here. And I was like, yeah. Uh, he literally, uh, he literally, literally <laughs> lived like 45 <laughs> minutes away from where we were. He was taking and us 45 minutes away. Yeah, he lived five from minutes where he away lived. from where he was. Yeah. He drove us 45 minutes into the city. And he was like, he told me in the car, you know, I was talking to him. He said, yeah. I, the, only, the reason why I did this is because I felt like I had to give back to people who were not trying to twist my words. You guys went in there. You had some fun with me. And I appreciate that. And I wish that could happen more. So he's a great guy. We're happy he scored today. So Hell we're, yeah. we're big Muriel fans. Shout out Muriel. Yeah, he's a fucking man. I love him. And would you say your connection with Sam Doria, like... Is it is that still going strong and hundred percent? Yeah, we talk to God. them uh, weekly, and uh, we're trying to we're trying to do some more. But that's dope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's so cool that you guys because I feel like so many people love Italian football here in the U.S. But for me, growing up, I used to watch it on Rye, and there wasn't really that like they would show like one game, and like if there's like other goals during that game, they would play like, this funny horse racing Sorry, music. We talk, Mark and I talk about this all the time. I grew up on that noise. Yeah. I just, I literally remember waking up having an, a cappuccino or an espresso and like just hearing that. Yeah. yeah. And, but song. other than that, it wasn't really advertised or marketed that well in the U S and I think no one really there. I mean, I, I used to follow a lot of awesome accounts. Don't get me wrong. And they were giving out like great content, but I think with you guys, and this is another big topic, which is also segue into Another another thing I wanted to mention was the fact that you guys are putting a face to a brand and how, you know, most of the accounts that I was following, they they were just kind of sharing articles and news, but there wasn't really that personal personality yeah. to help. Like meme accounts. Not even just meme accounts, but like having that personality to bring that emotional attachment and transitioning onto that next point, which I brought up before is, you know, I wanted to bring up how how you guys can like give tips to our listeners right now if they're like looking to start their own account just basically talking about like what like any any tips that you've learned along the way just to be a value for our listeners right on, now on a macro level the biggest thing that we do till this day is we fail forward like that's such a great statement to live by because we're so um not not precious on doing everything perfect 
We would just do it. We would see the reaction and we come back. And everything that we've ever done is very natural. We always try to respect, you know, like just to give an example for the Samdoria thing, we had an offer to advertise on that video. We get no offers to advertise and what well, we do, but they're from really bad companies that are willing to spend, sell, you know, buy ad space, space for you for a shitty product, right? So the biggest thing is to get something that your viewers are actually going to get value from. If we push something that their website was broken, it didn't even work, mm. but they were willing to spend it and we could have... We could have paid for our trips to go there, but instead of accepting the money, we were like, let's take it out of our pockets, let's spend the money, and let's not just promote something that we don't believe in. So that's number one. That was 100% the first thing that we did. And the second thing, just to give you know real details, is um, we tried to be everywhere always. Like that was one one thing which we screwed up on in the beginning is we're on YouTube and we're like, oh, it's been so long. We have we didn't do make a Twitter yet, and we're like, now nah, we're not even gonna make it because it's been so long. And that was such a stupid idea to have. So I think being everywhere and um, and respecting your audience, I think is is one of the biggest things that we, even today, even if it's midnight, you know, our eyes are burning. I know now you know yeah. that you're working in this. Yeah. Your eyes hurt. Midnight, one in the morning, we're trying to answer every DM, respond to all the comments and that stuff. Obviously, we don't get to everything always, but... I'll let Mike get to his view on that, but one thing I wanted... One thing that you said that reminded me of another big point that I wanted to make was how um, your engagement is ridiculous for the amount of followers you guys have, especially starting out from the beginning. Like, you know, at one point, you guys were... I think, like, a year or two ago, you you were up to, like, 30K, but you were getting, like... A thousand to fifteen hundred comments per video and photo, and that translated. And we can talk about your merch, which is a, another cool thing that you guys are doing. But that you know, you you might not have had you know like the millions of followers, but you had that that cult following that was backing you no matter what. And I think that's so cool to have. And I think it's very, it, you know, most people take that for granted, like having that engagement and that audience who want to support their you know, the people that are running that account and they, they just want to help in any way they can. So that's yeah. on the listeners though. Yeah. Like everyone who supports us, I can't even say what we do to do that. It's if people respond that and respect what we say and like what we say and laugh at us and have fun with us. Um, there's no real tactic to that. I think being organic and being real, that's one thing, one thing that we never do. And I was having this conversation with my uncle. My uncle was laughing because he always busts my chops about being like a basement and stuff. You know, he's, he's like that typical <laughs> old school guy. And he, he was saying, he's like, he's like, yo, you guys just show like you're in a basement. Like, you're not scared to say that. Like, it looks kind of weird. Like, a media company like you guys. I'm like, listen, we're honest with ourselves. Like, yeah. we're not in a, a 50-foot floor building in the city in downtown Manhattan. Like, we're not. And we're not scared to be like, yo, we're in our basement. It's, it's cold in the winters, whatever. But we're going to make it work until we get there. Because showing that process, I think from, like you said, from going to a garage to a basement, to wherever we go, to go work with Samdoria, go yeah. work with whoever we do, it's cool for the people who have been around us for a long time. So we're not, we don't front at all. And I yeah. think not, and obviously for the listeners now, like I work for a guy called Gary Vee, who's very inf- influential. And on one, I mean, he has so many hot takes that I've taken as inspiration, but one of the few biggest ones that I've taken was his Eminem uh, 8 Mile reference, how in that last scene of the movie, the, the final rap battle, he, Eminem in the movie, he lays on the table all the bad things about him and like everything negative that he's done in his life and his weaknesses, just so the other guy had no dirt on him. And I think wow. that's- I've never even seen the movie. I've, never seen I, the movie. I've, I've seen it like once, but I just, I, I just know that analogy pretty well. And 
I think it's so, I mean, you don't have to do that, but I think it helps take the edge off and it helps boost your confidence by, you know, admitting, you know, that you might, like you said, like you guys weren't afraid to admit you're in a basement and like, you know, some people might've talked crap about that, but at the end of the day, like you, you owned it. You know what I mean? And, I, I almost wish that we were still like in a garage just cause it would be so much like the story would be even better. Like that's like the best part. I still think most people like they understand where you came from and that's another yeah. big reason why they're, you know, so yeah, yeah. heavily involved. But, but I like, feel just, like, yeah, like we're very engaged in that. Like we say, it, like we post on our stories all the time. We're here, but at the end of the day, I feel like that connection's there. Cause at the end, we're just all SETI offense. We all like the same thing. As long as you know, you're respectful and stuff just yeah. like everyone should be uh we we get along with everyone pretty much i, in, I love different sense. opinions when, when people no, take no. it a little bit far then you know yeah no no like it's, it's always good to have different opinions but yeah i feel like that's why uh we're very engaged with our audience we always want to hear them we try to do instagram stories if people go to the games and stuff like that and uh, we always, we're always open to hearing new ideas because we always ask them every few weeks what do you guys want to see new on this uh account because we're like you know if you guys don't like it you know we got to change something so we always want to change it up and always make a new friend so everyone can enjoy it. But basically. Yeah. sorry, just to add on that. Yeah. One thing that everyone used against me when I would talk about IFTV, like all our friends, family, people that you look up to, mentors, they everyone said our, our college university, the guy who was head of our media, said that this would never work. He said this was an idea that could not work. And everyone's mm. argument was you're too niche. You're too niche. Said, yeah, nobody cares about the league. So... To people listening, if I, I know your podcast is like very entrepreneurial, people want to start something, mm. is don't be afraid to do what you love it, it, to go after that, even if the numbers are not there. Because what I've learned and through business is that having a niche product is actually the way that you could really build something successful. 100%. Like yeah. it's something that I never knew. I never went into this like, you know what? I'm not going to do Premier League. I'm going to do Serie A. That's niche. But by being Sadian, by being the best in this, where nobody was putting their attention, we, we were able to dominate a market, yeah. which I think is so crucial is follow what you like. If we were doing the, if we would just, we would get more views and more everything if we talked about Real Madrid, Barcelona, Chelsea, Manchester United, but it wasn't real to us, you know? That, so yeah. That, I don't think go for the numbers, just where they are right now. Not to put you on the spot though, but going, like just, just from what you said, how how would you say you guys because I, I like i said before there were so many accounts that i would follow that were italian football related and you just talked about finding that niche but what i'm just curious what you guys think what do you think separates you guys from the other accounts that promote italian football to be completely mm. honest with you i have absolutely no idea besides that we work our asses off besides that yeah i don't know really on it i swear to god i can't answer that just because I don't know, like what somebody else likes, you know, maybe what we do, you don't like it. I just think that we test shit so much. Like we're just not afraid to just, we Did you guys with, ever, sorry to cut you off. Did you ever want to become like presenters no, or like personalities, all. like how you'd become? Everyone or? asked us if no. we went to school for this. We yeah. didn't. We we're business majors and this was just natural. Just like we, I've never gone to, had a class for presenting for all this kind of shit, but just came natural. Uh, how you were saying, how, what makes us different, I feel like, yeah, I know? feel like there's no real answer. But then again, who the hell stays 18 hours in a basement too at the end sure. of the day? It's not, it's not so easy to oh. not do anything. But it's also smart though. Like, you're not, like, you guys are obviously smart enough and know the culture and know what works, but you're also putting in, like you said, you're, like, you're finding that niche, but you're, you're just putting so many hours into it. That's the and, thing. And you, and you guys... Like you, we have it on right. Like we're watching it right now as we speak, and you guys are always just getting that. You're absorbing that information, and 
I don't even just, think of, wow, it's crazy. Dude, the thing is, we haven't even finished a content for today, and we're already thinking about tomorrow. So it's yeah, it's we just already a, have tomorrow. It's just a never-ending process in terms of, okay, we post this. What's going on next? What happens if this happens? What happens if this results? So we try to prepare for every result possible and try to just feed the audience in that sense. The, the best part is this. You look at a year ago, and you look at what we're doing, I would be embarrassed. And I still feel like what we're doing now is not even yeah. close. If you told me, where are you on the spectrum of where IFT, where you want IFTV to be? I wouldn't even say 1%. Lesson That's one. my next question, which yeah. is, Honestly. What, yeah, like, what, like, straight up, what do you, what, what's your big, like, do you have, a, like, a, your main, like, the grand goal right now? Or well, we're, we're trying to build a company. I know a lot of people, they like to say, you know, you're influencers, you're, you're this, you're that. You know, I don't, I don't see us as that. I see us as two guys that are that are building a company and building a, a company and a, a real company and where it takes us, it's hard to say, you know, we have our vision. I'm a little bit, um, superstitious, uh, you know, to say where it's going to be, yeah. but I honestly, I, I've always, we believe that even when we were in a garage, we knew where our end goal was going to be, which was to create the platform for Italian football fans, whether that's, um, on social media, whether it's creating an agency, whether, whatever it came to, we always knew that that's how it was going to develop. And, and I feel like we always believed in this project. We're never satisfied. We got all offers from different companies to do, and we're just like, that's not going to happen. It, it was just, you know, sickening belief. Just keep believing, never be satisfied, and keep hitting those small goals. And uh, never having, I feel like, never have a big goal where you're like, okay, that's it. Just always be hungry for the next step. Did you ever have any doubts before you started? Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. When like, what, what would you say to someone if they're trying to start out? And I know we already touched on, you know, your tips on how to start, but someone who might be afraid to just post that first video or like how they, how to like get that first piece the, of content to the help. The biggest know. thing is starting. If we waited till everything was perfect, we oh still, God, so we'd true. still be that's on our jobs point. and be like, yo, that's when are we point. starting? <laughs> that's a great just point. put out your content first and from there you'll fix it. That's a great point. In the beginning, like weren't that. we nitpicking so much? Bro, and we we're are. like, and we're just like, yo, screw it. Let's just throw out a video and we'll see from there. And from that's then exactly we got constructive criticism. We just kept improving. But the biggest thing is starting. Once you start, the rest isn't as hard as I, when you look back. About the doubts part, I think that's normal. I think anytime yeah. you're building something, even when I was a player, you always have doubts. I'm sure you, you know, you were playing yeah, at yeah. a high level. You always, you have great days, you have hard days. But I think that a lot of it has to do with the people around you. I think that we have an incredible what I'm most proud of, more than what we've done, is the team that we're building. You know, we're, we're two people that you see right here, but there's another two who are behind the scenes who are helping us out a lot, who are just mm -hmm. getting involved. And, you know, Adamo's been around mm -hmm. for a very long time. And there's a fourth guy that's, that's involved and helps us out. And our team is just winners. Like, honestly, like, the thing is, we have a big long-term vision. And even if somebody's having a bad day, somebody's having off, we each have each other's back. And even more than that, I'll give a great story. So it was my birthday the other day on February 22nd. And, you know, sometimes on your birthday, I feel old, man. I turn fucking 24. I feel fucking old. It's crazy. I do, though. We're no, not, though. We're not, though. Yo, We're so, so young. I, it, was like, it was like 1 o'clock in the morning, and I was just like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm 24. I was like going back on all the things that happened. And I was like, I, w I wish we were at a bigger level with IFTV. You know, all these kind of things started coming at me because it was, everything was thrown on me. It was very emotional. I got a message from this guy. He texted me. I don't even remember how he had my number, but I guess we exchanged it sometime. He sends me a picture. He says, I'm in a bar with this kid that I used to know in high school. We just met up. We said, let's get a beer. He pulled up his shirt, and he's wearing one of our culture tees. And he says in the message, he goes, Marco, I can't tell you. He said, we had a 45-minute conversation about you guys, your podcast, how you're striving and, and giving up everything to live on your goals, and how we want to 
find that model and that as an Italian American, I believe he's Italian Canadian, but you know, North American, yeah. he goes, it's so inspiring to see you guys throw away your job, throw away all your free time to, to satisfy this. And I looked at myself, I was like, wow. I was like, this is like literally the moments that even when you're down, it was like a sign from the universe. Like you're really having an impact on some people. So even if it's one person, if it's 10 people, whatever, that really gets me going. That I, you can never stop. If you have somebody message you that, there's no way in hell you can stop what you're doing because you yeah. have a real impact on someone. And I just wanted to add, uh, when we still had our jobs and when we decided to quit and stuff, where I remember Marco was saying, it was like, yo, uh, Mike, we're getting paid and stuff. Uh, look at this. We, we get paid every week, you know, uh, custom salary. But we're like, but we're not happy. We, we, we always had that... Uh, that idea in the back of our heads, like we can't be doing this. We gotta, we gotta quit, take the leap of faith, and go 100% on uh, IFTV. So that's remember like, how hard it was. I dude, remember trying so to convince hard. you. I was one dude, day, one day I came hard. home. I was working in real estate, and real estate yeah. you make some pretty good money as an 18 year old. We're doing good, you know. Yeah, of course. I remember one weekend. We weekends are crazy in real estate. You're always at open houses, this and that. I got home, didn't watch any serie, didn't watch anything, didn't post on social media, nothing because we were so busy, and I got paid that day. I went inside my room, looked at all the cash, and I, I literally like had a tear in my eye. I was so upset. I was like, what is this money? I always thought money was the end goal, you know? You always thought, mm. you know, I came from, uh, we both came from a family of, of uh, Italian and Greek immigrants who came to this country. You're always told money, money, you need money, you need to make money. And I remember it was the first time in my life, first time, I looked at this money and I said, you're meaningless, because I was so unhappy. I was so pissed, and I told Mike, I said, I'm gonna quit my job. He was a little bit hesitant, you know, it didn't hit him right there yet. And I quit mine. And then like a day later, he's like, yo, I quit. Yeah. And, and that's, that's at the end of the day, you just got to be like, look, you're getting money. But then that's not what matters. It's what makes you happy. It's what makes you wake up in the morning and be like, yo, I love what I'm doing. And that's another big thing, too, is taking that. A lot of people like to take the short term money and they want to just buy. Like They looked at other people and what they have, the cars, the money and the fame, the houses, all that stuff, which is fine. Like I, if you want that and you're happy, then that like happy, like, like Gary says, Gary V happiness is the ultimate, the goal. ultimate thing. Yeah. Like you could have all that stuff and, and be depressed. And be depressed. Okay. But you, at the same time, I, I, I believe you could have that stuff. And if you have like, when this is another good segue, the people around you, which you brought up before, if you have people that you love and that genuinely care about you and you do have, some you know like money on the side and the coolest things that's fine too but like as long as you have that happiness and the and for me a big thing is the people around you that and you can celebrate with them and have the the great times with them that's that's what matters most yeah. and one thing i wanted to also ask you guys was about quitting your job like do, may, and if you don't want to go into detail that's fine but like that's also a big leap of faith that people need to take if they want to take a small business forward and or an idea forward but was it difficult for you, like financially? Like, was it hard to quit your job, or did you were you able to make it work? Well, we're, we're both lucky because we're like eighteen at the time, so we still live at home. We still mm -hmm. live at home right yeah. now, so we're definitely grateful that we had a family. We had terms that we could live at home and, mm -hmm. and be able to do this. Us too, yeah. And supported yeah. us, yeah, mm -hmm. of course. That's you know, even if thing. they didn't agree with the choices that we yeah, were making, yeah, yeah. and um, but we did. And and honestly, it wasn't a hard decision. It was. It seemed like a hard decision, but once it wasn't. Um, wasn't a hard decision, no. But and you're and you're taking it's like you're you know you have like a 10, 15 year plan ahead, and by not you know taking the easy route by getting a higher paying job, like you're you're making that sacrifice. But I still think like I even on social media and when we would talk and Facetime, 
you guys just came like the vibe I was getting. You guys were just happy with what you're doing. Thank like it's, it did, it's a true like the though. money like literally the money didn't matter to you yeah. guys and that's also a big thing too you know being able to wake up and enjoy what you do and thankfully I recently just got the opportunity to do that with proper football and working at Vayner Media and yeah man it's I don't know like I feel like we're all just like enjoying life and you know just Hopefully doing what we love some money though too you know what I'm saying <laughs> I mean but yeah and obviously you got to be practical like yeah like. You, it's easy to say money doesn't matter, but to me, like, yes, it does yeah, matter, but don't make it everything. Like, well, make yeah. sure you, ha- you make sure you build that that foundation of, exactly. you know, you you have that financial security, but you know, find a good find a good group of people. Like, if you're hanging around people that are motivated, happy, just overall positive with with whatever they're doing, like they don't have to have like a million dollar company. Like, they can just have a positive impact on you, and you can have a positive impact on them. That to me is everything well that's that's also why and it helps it helps you progress yeah we're so lucky because like our merch side is it's exploded and it's just that's why i want to sorry to cut you off that like talking about your clothing line because i know we don't have too much time i want i definitely want to touch on that because that's also another crazy thing you guys got going on that was one way that we said let's monetize like in this sense um and every literally we have not taken a single dollar for ourselves everything gets put back into it so that's so three cameras here these mics that cost so much more money than they look like. Yeah, I'm telling you, literally. Microphones. I never even thought that you had to buy a microphone when you're doing something like this. Ridiculous what one of these costs. And we had to buy five of them for our podcast. Yeah. So everything gets reinvested because that helps us grow. So I love money because of that. It helps yeah. get us to that next level, you know? And I'm proud of that. But like you said, we, we try to build off of it in the correct way. So like you said, the merch side was, was one of a correct way where it took us five months to, to get good quality shirts. And by the way... And correct me if I'm wrong, you guys didn't go to school for, you know, no. clothing and fashion. No, like, no. you guys just made it happen. It and that's another thing, too. trial like, and error, basically. Dude, YouTube. We went to YouTube University. Dude, did you, <laughs> you, did, you lo- did you learn anything at school, honestly, Bro, that helps us today? Literally, the day that we... Yes, I did learn stuff in school. I did learn important stuff. I know math. I know Mike's, this is audio only. Mike, Mike is giving him the hardest look right now. No, I did. I did learn important stuff. But the most important lesson you have to learn is that you have to figure it out yourself. That's true. When we, yeah. You know, we make our own shirts. We were yeah. buying them at huge cost from people over here. And the quality wasn't even that good. We learned that we can make it ourselves with better, better costs and on our own dime and, and make them better quality. And you know how I learned? Bro, YouTube, how do you make, how do you start a t-shirt in business? How do you do this? How do you do that? We used to sit here. I used to do this. Mike was handling content. I was like, yo, Mike, I need four hours. I need to learn how to buy a printing press and which press is the best and all that stuff. So it's set up in the back. We fucking learned. And yeah, Yeah, the biggest lesson, the biggest thing, figure it out. They don't teach you that at school. (laughs) They don't. For me, an interesting quote, I forget who, who made it up or where I found it, but it was college teaches you how to ride a bicycle without actually riding the bicycle. Wow. That's Meaning, I heard like, that before. I never heard that. Once you, you go in the real world, like the idea it's all of riding you. a bicycle. Yeah, like, like you yeah. know how to, but oh. you don't actually do it. And, man, and, I, and obviously there's, it's just a, like a, a very broad general statement. Like obviously there's probably groups in college where you're, you're doing the work physically hands-on. But overall, from my experience, it was, you know, they teach you in a book, but you don't actually go out and get your hands dirty no, and figure I it out agree by 100%, yourself. It also depends what you're doing because like you work in business, let's be honest, you really don't have to go to university to learn business. Like you can't learn out of a textbook. But if you're going to be a doctor and a surgeon, yeah, you yeah. got to go to school, you know? Like, it's, it's different so from... You want to be an accountant, you got to you gotta know yeah. the laws, but you got to know yourself, I think. That's, that's like one thing. Like we weren't even in school. Like don't let society years. tell you what to do. I mean, I like if I listen to all 
and uh, like this isn't even trying to come across negative because I know everyone is looking out for me in a positive way. They're trying to push me in a certain direction. And yeah, I, I probably could have made something out of that, but I wouldn't have been happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I told someone, yeah, I just out of nowhere was just, you know, living by myself in New York and working for, you know, Gary V and, you know, just, you know, working on like proper football, just doing an Instagram account. If I, if I said that to a 60 year old, like, Hey, you know, my job is to run, like manage an Instagram account. They'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. That's what our parents like, Go get a real too. job. <laughs> well, but my dad still doesn't know what we do, I think. <laughs> I think yeah, but I think they're, they're more focused. It's like once they see the results. And yeah, this is something exactly. that like, I've had with exactly. my parents where they, 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 they were supportive of me, but they, I, they weren't really grasping what, where, like, where that real opportunity was in this day and age. And right? understood because I barely understand that's sometimes. True. Yeah, like, I, I don't mean, understand how it's possible, but I agree with you. Yeah. So then just going off in the clothing, though, how is that going? Like what, obviously you guys have created some, you know, I'm looking at it right now, the Calcho tee. Yeah. And for the, for the listeners, Calcho is football in Italian. And they created these really simple, clean shirts that they've been featured on 433. Uh, where else have they been featured? I mean, Gervinho. Gervinho has yeah, Gervinho. one. Gervinho. wore one. Um, Joe Tacopina, he's the owner of Venezia. He's had one. Giuseppe Rossi has Giuseppe one. Ro- Giuseppe Rossi, we actually met Giuseppe Rossi, and he he was like, "Yo, I have one of your calcio tees. Like, it's unbelievable." Cambiasso has one. Cambiasso, yeah, Cambiasso's, yeah, he has. One. That's crazy, wearing, man. But, yeah, we didn't see him wearing. Yeah. Uh, How does it feel for you guys? Just like go, like you're scrolling and you just see calcio pop up, but that, but you didn't cool. post it. Like someone else is wearing it, or like yeah, a pro's right. wearing it. It feels right. We have seen yeah. a few times. Like we checked, it was like, yo, this guy's profile picture. We zoom in, it was like, holy <laughs> shit, he's wearing a calcio shirt. Oh my god! But yeah, it's oh, definitely it's something like cool the like that. Simplest design yeah. ever. Like, yeah, we just didn't overcome. But that goes back to the when we were talking about your community and your like that cult following. I mean, you, I feel like for you guys, like you, a brand can throw out something that's amazing looking, like gra- like in terms of the graphics and how the shirt looks. But for you guys, in my opinion, and I, this is like, like, honestly, like I, I think most of your fans are buying your stuff because they want to support you guys. I think so. Because too. of the effort that you've been putting in IFTV. And they want to support your journey. It's like for- straight up, I, that's my opinion. No, I don't know what you guys think about that. You're 100% right. Because like, right. even when, when we bought our first batch and we had to buy it from a, a community, we were just like on Instagram stories. We had like 4,000 followers at the time, 5,000 followers at the time. And we were like literally showing our bank account. It was like on like $10 or something. I wish we could find those Instagram Af- stories. After we bought literally, after And like we everyone messaged, they were like, yeah. holy shit, this is real. And everyone helped support. So I agree with you. And, and I think that that goes back to our community. When we were selling hats too, I remember a few people was like, I don't even wear hats, but I'm buying it just to help you guys out really? for the journey. Yeah, I actually funny. remember that. That's cool. That's but, yeah. it. That's special though, like just yeah, having. It's definitely like a family man. connection yeah. for sure with everyone, and we're just so. We're, I feel like we're so close to our audience. Like, I feel like general. we don't BS them either. Like we don't yeah. got like a name for them. We don't got anything like that. We're just like I don't know. We're just doing it real. Like how however yeah. it feels organic. We're not trying to push anything mm-hmm. on anyone that's stupid. And I think that people can feel the authenticity. But I I don't, I don't want to speak for anybody. But I just think that that's that's my hunches. And I feel like we're just consumers of our own uh, yeah. page. We wanna we're gonna be like yo if so, if IFTV showed us this, would we want it? We just be genuine with us. Like no, they uh they wouldn't like it. Scrap it. Would they like this? Yes. Let's give it a try and do it like that. I know, but it, the only thing is when Mike comes in, he always tries to put like Manolas and uh, Carnegie's <laughs> all these guys. I gotta say, oh, limit it a little bit. <laughs> The guy thinks they're the best uh, players in the league. I got to be a little biased on that. <laughs> what do you guys think? How, how do you think the league is growing in terms of the viewership from 
the U.S. Like, like, or what? Like, you know, do you do you think people are starting to give it the respect it deserves? Because obviously, I'm Italian. I have a little bias towards it, but I also do think that obviously Ronaldo's gone to the league. That was business wise. That was huge. Yeah. In terms of investments made for Serie A, but I don't know. Like, have you guys been following? the reaction from people here in the States. Yeah. I, th- I think it helped a lot with not even, even Ronaldo, that was a huge milestone for an Italian club to do it because, you know, they were, they were going on up. They weren't what they were in the nineties and the early two uh, thousands. But uh, even Juventus uh, going to the Champions League final, like two out of the five years where they did it, that was huge. They're like, Whoa, Juve's back on. Who else is good? They're checking out Napoli. Napoli's a new club. Uh, Milan and Inter, they weren't the teams where they were, but they got some great players. And a lot of people were have been following the Serie A more just because it's becoming a, a better league. And uh, and like you said before, Ronaldo's a huge, uh, huge so part of that huge, movement. Like, yeah, that dude, that broke so like international news. Thing. But anyway, Michael, Michael sure. said it for me too. Yeah. yeah. What else is there to talk about? I mean, we've been going for almost 45 minutes yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's flown by. Um, I don't know. In my opinion, I think that Serie A has definitely grown. I mean, if you look at it from nine years ago, like when Inter last won the treble and then f- those years following, I think that was a little decline. I don't know what your opinion Huge is decline. on that. Huge. Uh, I don't know the reason for that. Uh, maybe is I, I know obviously people think the league is boring and they have like all these stereotypes. And Defensively. Like you just saw it today, I mean... You, you were going absolutely nuts and that game was like Juventus Napoli today was just an example of you know that mix of good defending with that the, the tactics that come out of the, the country as well Atalanta versus Fiorentina we had the same game uh, within four days because one was Coppa Italia which is the Italian Cup and then Serie A there were 10 goals in those two games Atalanta and Fiorentina and Atalanta are like one goal behind no Atalanta are above Juve with most goals scored right or are they tied uh, Juve scored I didn't do my what did Juve score two Ju- goals okay so no so Juve's ahead Juve's ahead okay, by so one so Atalanta's like one away either way for them to be in the question for most goals scored, says yeah. a lot. They had a pretty sick run last year too. They did. What? It was those big players. I'm just curious now. So, do you guys watch other leagues or I do follow yeah. any other that, leagues? That's one thing I always yeah. get. I feel annoyed at is that you know I think some people think that we're we are super biased. Of course we are, but I respect and I love watching other leagues when I can. I, I think that the Premier League has a lot of fun. I love watching. I grew up with fans of Premier League. And the only thing that we're not we're not trying to shove it down your throat and be like, yo, we're the best. Serie A's the best. Because yeah. it's not the best. It's yeah. not the best league. And, well, the best is open to interpretation. What the best for you is or your favorite is different. But if you look on paper, Premier League is the best for me. You know, my favorite is Serie A, but mm. Premier League's the best. Um, and we're just we're just here just to say, listen, Serie A, there's also some cool stuff happening here. Why not check it out? Why not have a little bit of fun? And I think you guys, too, are definitely the right people doing that just because it's one thing to spot a niche but you don't have that emotional attachment to it but you think oh sure. it can make me money but for you sure. guys it's like i just even interacting with you guys in your in your studio like i i the like the vibes i'm getting just watching like playing fifa and watch you know who won in those fifa games <laughs> we can talk about that later <laughs> um yeah man I, I think what you guys are doing is so sick and i think so many people can learn from your journey and just you know Take the advice you've given, not just in today, but in all the videos you've made, and you know, really, like, what if, if whatever, whatever niche they find, you know, I think they can really learn from you guys and your Thank story. You. And I just feel yeah. like just one last uh, thing yeah, before it. we go. Uh, I just want to say, if 
if we didn't do this, uh, if we did this for the money, we would probably would have gave up the first time like uh, a video didn't export or something. But by, okay. but by us being passionate about it and something that we love, it, we're still doing every it. Every single day we run into a million problems. Exactly. Literally every single day. And if day. it was for the money, and dude. I swear, we, I've thought about it so many times. We'd be like, in a different uh, field. Yo, if we were doing it for the money, there's a lot more things that you could be doing, making a lot of money <laughs> yeah, right exactly. now. I'll just say that. But I want to say to you, Ale. Um, like you said, we've known each other for a while and I want to thank you because Michael and I never get to talk about this really because yeah. our podcast is mostly strictly about Serie A yeah. and, and what we talk about on YouTube is Serie A, our Instagram stories, we relate business a little bit, but I think it's super cool what you're doing, how you're able to relate football, entrepreneurship. I think that's a sick, sick crossover. Um, and I want to congratulate you because I, I don't see anybody doing this and I think, I think it's awesome. One piece of advice I can give and like by no means, I don't want to say like, I, like I haven't made it or like any of that stuff like i don't want for us yo by the way i, yeah, was, I like, wanted to add that we're, in. we're all here all of us here are like super humble and that's the journey yeah just mm -hmm. the journey but if there's one piece of advice just off the top of my head like figure out your passion and then try to just find a niche within that to progress and you know turn it into some like turn it into a career like for example with my job at like working for gary v now i've been following him for three almost three years now and obviously for many people, he has so many followers, but he's so inspirational. Like even your friend today, I forget his name, but he said that he literally quit his job yeah. after watching one of his videos on the subway. Yeah. And, you know, I think for example, like with my, I'll just, just to give you guys like straight value. So I've been following, like I was literally born in the hospital with a ball in my lap as a baby. So obviously I've been in the game my whole life, like playing, watching, I used to like to write about it and stuff like that. And I just found my passion. And then I noticed with Gary, he started talking about soccer briefly in his videos. Like he would mention it here and there. And I was like, why can't I, you know, be the soccer guy in that environment there? So yeah, I think it's well. also understanding the timing of your passion too. Like you notice Syria always on a decline. Yep. Bring it, you wanted to bring it back up. And you had the, the passion and the knowledge and the work ethic and combining all of that you turn it into IFTV. And I think, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but you just, just be smart with, with your passion. And if you genuinely want to turn your passion into a career, just you know, figure out how you can bring value to other people and then just go 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. But um, yeah, I think we pretty much said everything. Yeah, man. This has uh, been awesome. That was fun. That, Thank you, time we'll definitely do it again. Time flies when you're having fun because I, yeah. I could talk about well, this all what day. What we have to do again is... Um, is that that FIFA game? We'll stream it. Yeah, more. Yeah, we'll stream it. We'll Twitch all that stuff. For with proper, uh, we're tr we're trying to you know obviously increase the content, bring you guys some you know cool videos. We're gonna try out this new thing I found was like a character animation. I don't know. We'll, we'll test it. Like you guys were saying, just like yeah, test, test it. Stuff, you uh, know. So, um, shout out IFTV. What goes doing in the Instagram story? But yeah, guys, let's um. We'll wrap it up there, and we'll definitely do this again. Um, thank you guys for listening to Proper Football Podcast. We'll come back to you with our next episode, hopefully as soon as possible. So thank you guys for listening, and ha have a good week. Thank you. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Beautiful. Let's that? record an Instagram story. Okay. Yo, guys, we just recorded a podcast with our boy Alessandro Yo. from Proper Football. We talked a lot about business, a lot about sports, a lot about Serie A. Guys, go give him a follow. Proper football. Doing awesome stuff. Working for Gary V2. He's a legend, bro. Let's go. Absolute legend. I'm so bad at those like spontaneous like.
Instagram story thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's oh, stop this.